Hello, and thank you for joining us today for OK811's podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing just overall best practices for safe excavation and damage prevention. My name is M.G. Govia. I'm the Education and Outreach Liaison for OK811, and we'll begin talking about best practices starting now. To begin discussing the best practices for safe excavation and damage prevention, we really need to begin by talking about the law. The law in Oklahoma regarding safe excavation and damage prevention is called the Oklahoma Underground Facilities Damage Prevention Act. It went into an effect in 1982. It's divided up into two major areas of responsibility. First is the operators of underground facilities. They need to be registered with us by letting us know where geographically their assets are located and then which personnel to notify when a locate request is put in by an excavator. For it to all work, the excavator needs to put in a locate request no more than 10 days nor less than 48 hours, excluding the date of notification, Saturdays, Sundays, and legal holidays before excavation. With that understanding of the Oklahoma Underground Facilities Damage Prevention Act, we need to discuss how it works. How does this look like when it's all in motion? Well, it starts with the excavator contacting Oki 11 They're going to give us a call dialing 811, going online to our website, okia11.org, or using the app that they can download from their smartphone's app store. They'll need to put in the locate request no more than 10 days nor less than 48 hours, excluding the date of notification, Saturdays, Sundays, and legal holidays prior to excavation. Through communication with the customer service representative, we are going to process a locate request. We'll be able to map out the dig site described by the excavator, and then a ticket number is generated and provided to the excavator as their copy. Then notifications are sent to the member companies that are in that area. A member company is an owner or operator of underground facilities that registered their assets in that geographic region. And just so you know, an average of six members are notified per ticket. So each member receives their locate request and they are to respond to it prior to the work to begin date and time. They'll be marking the approximate location of the underground facilities using their appropriate paint flags or states using the APWA uniform color code. And then they'll need to communicate with the excavator. Shoot them an email, let them know that they're all clear or that the markings have been down, or just a phone call if necessary. And there's always an opportunity for an on-site meeting if it's a high consequence area or further explanation is needed. And then the excavator's responsibility is to confirm the worksite before doing any digging. First of all, wait the required time. Whether you gave the minimum of 48 hours excluding the date of notification or you pushed it out as far as 10 business days, wait until the begin start date and time that is on a locate request. Ensure the response is received by each member listed on the locate request. And then dig test holes to properly identify the underground facility so that you can protect it and support it throughout the project. A couple things to remember is that private lines are not located through the service. A rule of thumb, if a private contractor, such as an electrician or a plumber, installed that service line, it is probably considered private. Another obvious private line is things like propane or sprinkler systems. And I also want to remind you that Oki A11 does not locate lines. 
the member companies who register those assets with us, they're also responsible for having the lines marked. They may use a third party, such as USIC or another locating service, but ultimately those companies are responsible for marking their lines and Oki 811 is not a locating service. We're just a notification service to provide the information to the member companies that excavation is about to begin. An excavator can put in a locate request by either using the mobile app or web ticket or by dialing A11. I'm going to briefly go over the differences between the three methods and discuss why sometimes dialing A11 is the only way to put in a locate request. So the mobile app or the web ticket is available 24-7, 365 for all normal locate requests and the updates to keep that project going. You're able to view and update locator requests from the last 30 days submitted by your company. So if a coworker is turning over a project to you, you may be able to update their locator request straight from the website or the app. Also, mapping is available to pinpoint your dig site. And then of course, there's no hold times. Currently, almost 70% of all locator requests received by OKABLE1 is done through either the app or our website. But if you do have an overly complicated locate request, or you need to call for an emergency request, a second or third notice, demolition notice, damage report tickets, or wildland fire notifications, you do need to dial A11. Our office hours are Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. After business hours, only emergency locate requests will be accepted via the phone. So keep that in mind with proper planning, you can put in your tickets anytime through mobile app or web ticket. But if you do have an emergency situation, those phone calls can be made to us 24 seven. And remember, if you have a second or third notice, demolition notice, damage report ticket, you'll need to give us a call during our office hours of Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Now that the excavator has put in a locate request by either giving us a call or using our website or an app on their phone, we need to discuss what is the best practices going forward. Well, first of all, it all starts with planning the work. We've already talked about giving notice no more than 10 business days, nor less than 48 hours, excluding the date of notification, Saturdays, Sundays, and legal holidays. On that locate request, we want to be able to provide as accurate and specific information concerning the site and extent or scope of the work. In other words, if someone is installing a mailbox, they do not need the full property located. They could probably mark off even just a small area of the front yard with white paint or states to make the locating process easier. Another thing that to keep in mind is that we want the contact information of the person who's actually excavating at the site. It is really frustrating when a locator needs to call to confirm details about a locate request and they're calling the office personnel and then the office personnel needs to call out to the field and the field then calls back the office personnel and you can see already how that can get frustrating. So by providing contact information of the person excavating at the site, that communication can go much quicker and clear up any confusion. Another thing to keep in mind is that every excavator on their job needs a separate ticket number before excavating. What this means is that a plumbing company, 
an electric company should not piggyback or use the other company's locate request for a project. There may be differences though you're not aware of. You may see flags in the yard and know that work is that a locate request has been processed, but their scope may be different than where you're working. What if they marked off just the front yard and you're needing to go into the easement or into the backyard? So you'll want to make sure that you have a separate ticket for your scope of work just to ensure that it's there. Also, if any damages were to occur on a site, the locators will first look to the tickets that were submitted. So by not having your own ticket, you may cause a lot of confusion on who did damage and who needs to, who's responsible for that. If you can, outline the dig site with white paint to provide locators the precise location for your job. In the example I gave earlier with the mailbots, if you put down white paint and said this is the area that I would like the mailbots to go into, then the locators would be able to process that locate much quicker. Oklahoma is one of the few states that does not require paint, white paint and as far as our requirement, but it is definitely a best practice and helps the communication between the excavator and the locators. A copy of the ticket should always be on the job site, um, especially around pipelines. The Oklahoma Corporation Commission is the enforcement agency of the Oklahoma Underground Facilities Damage Prevention Act. And so they may spot check a, a work crew to make sure that they have a valid locate request when working. So always have a copy of the ticket. We don't mean that you have to print one out and have one in the dashboard, but have one available, um, whether it's your smartphone, a copy in your email, anything like that to show that you do have a valid locate request in the area that you're working. When you receive that locate request, you must determine the location, uh, or excuse me, after the locate request, start date and time has come, take the time to determine the location of the underground facilities. Do test holes. Use a hand digging to find and support the underground facilities. You may even do hydro backing. Anything that is safe, low risk of damage, and be able to find them so that you can support and protect them throughout your project. You'll want to notify the underground facilities if a precise location cannot be found. If you've looked and you aren't able to find the location of that facility within two feet of their markings digging straight down, then please give us a call. Put in a second notice. Let us know that the facilities cannot be located and they'll come back out and maybe there was an error. Maybe the, it's just a little deeper or maybe they can help you find that location of the underground facility. Once you do, Exposed facilities, be sure to protect and support them throughout your project. And you'll want to notify underground facilities operators immediately when any damages occur. And this may sound obvious, but just to make sure, escalators must delay backfilling in a damaged area. If there's any damage, whether it's a nick, gouge, or true um, hole or puncher of any underground facility, Please do not backfill the area immediately. If it's an emergency and there's hazardous release, get away, call 911 and those things. But if not, contact us. Um, call Cable One, put in a damage report, and we can help direct you to the facility's owner if we need to. 
when discussing best practices, the tolerance zone is something that is very important. The tolerance zone is a defined horizontal space 24 inches or 2 feet from the outside wall or edge of an underground line or pipe. And it's a best practice that no automated or mechanical equipment should be used inside the tolerance zone. Now, the tolerance zone has been defined within the law, and the two feet is the minimum. There will be times where a utility or pipeline company will request a greater tolerance zone. So be sure to be in communication with them. Um, Those greater tolerance zones is usually because of a higher pressure line or more risk of injury. So please keep those recommendations from those utility companies in mind when working near their underground facilities. Provided in partnership with Damage Prevention Academy, Oki 811's excavator education program is certified by the Gold Shovel Standard. Upon completion of this training, you will be educated in the regulations surrounding excavation in Oklahoma and the best practices for safe digging and damage prevention. Oki 811 certified excavators can rely on this high quality online training which specifically incorporates everything they need to know for the prevention of damage to critical buried infrastructure, as well as increased public and workforce safety. The training will take approximately two hours to complete. The training is fully responsive, mobile enabled, and can be completed on a desktop, laptop, tablet, or other mobile device as your schedule allows. The Oki 811 Damage Prevention Certification is a proactive indication of an increased investment in damage prevention to drive safety, reduce damages, and minimize the risks associated with excavating on or around buried assets. Once you have successfully completed the training and exam, you will receive a certificate of achievement, including the Gold Shovel Standard Seal. To get Oki 811 certified, Go to okie811.org forward slash excavation certification. To recap, there's five steps for a safe excavation. First of all, contact okie811 before digging. Whether you're using the website, the app, or giving us a call by dialing 811, you'll want to reduce the chance of causing a damage. Number two, wait the required time. If you gave more than the minimum of 48 hours, excluding date of notification, weekends, and legal holidays, you'll need to wait till the begin date and time that is on the ticket. Number three, confirm the response of all utility operators that are on that locate request. You'll want to make sure that they've all responded to you by either letting you know that they're all clear or that you see paint or flags on the ground near your work site so you can be notified of their location. If you happen to see clear evidence of a utility that isn't mentioned on your locate request, such as an above ground marker, manhole cover, or utility bots, but there's no markings, give us a call and let us know so we can see if they are close enough to that area so that we can contact them as well. Respect the marks. Tolerance zone is 24 inches either side of the markings, so you're going to be able to find that facility digging down below that four foot path. 
and remember once you do discover that underground facility the tolerance zone expands to the width of the facility as well for no use of mechanized equipment and finally step five dig safely up to this point you've done everything necessary you've called you've waited you confirmed you've respected the marts now is your opportunity to get through a project digging safely and making sure that no one gets hurt so they can continue work the next day if damages should occur do not backfill do not repair or operate any valves you'll want to contact the facility owner as quickly as possible call us and we'll be happy to help out in doing so we want to say thank you for joining us for today's podcast. My name again is MG Govia. I'm the education and outreach liaison. If you have any questions regarding the topic today, or you have ideas for future topics that you would like to hear on one of our podcasts, do not hesitate to reach out to me. My email address is education at oka11.org. And I'm open to your feedback, your suggestions, anything that we can do to help promote safety and damage prevention in the state of Oklahoma.